Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Miss Independence podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here today. And um, to be honest, this episode was not planned. I was literally just sitting down to record this week's episode, and I was like, what am I going to talk about? Uh, There are some things going on in the background, so about um, different podcast episodes I want to do in the future that I'm working on. But I was like, what am I going to do today? And then I, w- I have a list on my phone of episode ideas and topics, and I found it, and it said triggers. And then um, I've also been focusing on glimmers, which I'll talk about in a second in this episode, like what the- those are. But I was like, that is like the perfect episode for this week. So that is what we're going to talk about. But at first, first, a few housekeeping things. So the first housekeeping thing is um, I... Like I said, I've been trying to figure out some guest podcast interviews because I know that I haven't really done any other than uh, my last one. I know it hasn't been as many as it has in the past. So um, I am looking for somebody who has a disorder like fibromyalgia who is affected by colder weather. Um, I would love to have them come on and talk about what it's like with their experience Um dealing with cold weather i think that would be such an interesting perspective so if you or anybody else you know would be interested in coming into the onto the podcast i would love to have them as a guest and then um also if you have not liked our social media at the miss independence podcast or the um er, social media sorry if you have not liked our social media either on instagram tiktok or facebook i would encourage you to go like those page pages so that um you can stay connected through our podcast throughout the week and as always i hope you guys really enjoy this episode do you ever feel like you're unseen or unheard because of your disability do you feel isolated and unsupported welcome to the miss independence podcast from questions about chronic illness to doctor's appointments, dating, advocating for yourself, this podcast should provide information about the odds and ends of life for someone with a disability or chronic illness. We will talk about many different topics that I hope you can use as a resource to make your life better. I will share personal stories as well as having guests and experts come and share their own experience and expertise. I am hoping that there can be unfiltered conversations and assumptions that are debunked so that people who do not live this life can be informed about what life with a disability is like. I am really looking forward to interacting with you and hearing your experience. Thank you for listening. So as I said, today we're going to be talking about the topic of triggers and glimmers. So if you can, you know that yin-yang sign? I want you to close your eyes and picture that for a second. So you have the circle and you have the white side and then you have the black side and they have like that little squiggly line, right? Um, or curved line, whatever. Um, so I want you to think of triggers in that black space and I want you to kind of close your eyes and sit there for a second. And what does that feel like? Can you describe that feeling in your body? Um, like, what does it feel like? I bet you, if I, I bet if I can guess, it probably feels really heavy and sad and whatever, right? Uh, it kind of feels like uncomfortable, right? So um, now I just want you to sit there for a few seconds. Okay, now I want you to open your eyes and kind of be aware of your space and situation. And now we're going to close our eyes again. Just close your eyes. And we're going to go into that white space. 
And that white space is a glimmer. And I want you to kind of feel like what, when I say glimmer, what does that mean to you? For me, it means a bunch of light and shine. And I feel very, uh, I feel the light coming in, but I also feel very like calm and relaxed and peaceful and happy. So that is the difference between a trigger and a glimmer. If we could really um, kind of pinpoint what the difference is. And I feel like in today's episode, you know, talking about disability or chronic illness, it's really important for us to be focused, to know what our triggers are so we can be proactive in addressing them, but also to take a step back and really indulge and dive into our glimmers. Because I feel like if we consistently have glimmers, uh, when we have triggers, they aren't going to be as intense. So in order to um, talk about this further, we kind of need to um, define what a trigger and a glimmer is. So basically, a trigger is anything, any situation, person, and or um, event or feeling that makes you feel uncomfortable and makes you feel like you want to just get the F out of here. Almost swore. That's really funny. Um, It just makes you feel really uncomfortable and unsafe and... um, vulnerable that's another word and it's just not so not a good feeling so any of those feelings that make you feel uh uncomfortable and sad and make you kind of just feel gross and yucky uh those are triggers so common triggers could be um so and also sorry for triggers um not only do we feel them in our body they're the messages that we have within our self and our internal dialogue when a situation happens so there are many different things, and even with a disability or chronic illness, I feel like that just makes it that much more unique. Um, so I think it's really important to be um, aware of like what your individual triggers are, but I also feel like there are probably some common uh, themes within the disability and chronic illness community about what kind of triggers we will come across. So I kind of um, wanted to share some of mine um the list of triggers that i have comes from a school called the personal development school shout out to thais gibson uh the personal development school is a program that i'm a part of and it basically talks a lot about attachment styles and basic needs and how to kind of just develop yourself as a person and i would be happy to link um the school in the description i'll definitely do that but thais is amazing i absolutely just love the school but one of the things we talk about is our triggers. And so um, she actually has a list in this workbook. Um, and we just talk about our triggers. So, um, you know, for me, some of the messages that I received are, um, I am powerless. I am unheard. I am unsafe. I am disrespected. I am excluded. I am disconnected. And I can't trust are some of the ones that I have, but I've also had to work through, like, I have to be perfect. Um, that was one of the, actually, I'm just going to stop right there and talk about that. Um, I would say that is definitely something I feel like all of us with a disability or chronic illness can relate to. Uh, just about having to put on this face and having to be perfect so, like, no one judges you based off your disability or chronic illness and judging you for like what you may or may not do because of your disability or chronic illness. And so I think that for us, like we're always kind of striving to be like others, quote unquote, and not let our true selves be shown, but also like afraid to make mistakes. 
So that was definitely something last year at this time that I was working on was like not having to be perfect because no one has, no one, no one is perfect. It's completely unattainable. And so I um, have definitely worked through that trigger for sure. Um, but that's, that's just like one of the ones that I was, you know, talking with, but um, yeah. And so that's, yeah, like I said, that, that I have to be perfect one is definitely something that resonates with me. Um, but I would say, like, the one that I'm working on now, um, and I'll talk to you about, like, how I go through my triggers and stuff, but I'm just trying to think of, like, the one that, um, I feel like I am misunderstood is also one that people, you know, with a disability or chronic illness, again, it kind of goes back to like that lack of understanding or not being able to relate to um, having a disability or chronic illness. So I definitely feel like that one is prevalent to the disability or chronic illness. But I also feel like um, that I am powerless because we have a disability or chronic illness and we may not be able to control those things. So, and um, control is also another trigger. Like when we don't feel in control, that can trigger um us as well so i feel like the trigger one that i am powerless and then i am or disconnected and maybe even disrespected uh just based off even like society and how they treat you know how they treat people with a disability or chronic illness so i definitely feel like you know or that i am unsafe because especially for me i know that i don't really feel safe in my own body i know that's um being connected to my own body is definitely something that I need to work on. And that's the one that I'm kind of working on currently in therapy. Um, I want to do like a whole other episode about what I've been learning in therapy because it's been so beneficial. But anyway, back to this, um, you know, and then I also feel like that I am excluded core, core, core wound because we have those unique experiences. So the ones that we're talking about are that I am powerless, I am unsafe, I am disrespected, I am excluded, and then I am disconnected, and I um, have no control are definitely the ones that I feel are kind of prevalent to having a disability or chronic illness. And I kind of want you to sit and think about the ones that you have. Or um, there's also I am defective. That's another one. Um, and that's definitely something. Um, or I am trapped. That's, that is another one that I had to work through because of the driving stuff um last year so i would say that i am trapped and i am i am trapped and i have to be perfect were the two that i worked on last year um so i think um just you know kind of sit there and think about like what when you have uh interaction that might trigger you because of your disability or chronic illness and it, i mean i guess it and it doesn't technically have to be your disability or chronic illness but we all get, I feel like we all can uh, relate to being um, triggered by our disability or chronic illness. So I want you to think about um, which core wounds resonate with you. And I'm going to read them out again because I kind of went on a rambling tangent there. Um, but there is that I am powerless. I am unheard. I am unsafe. I have to be perfect. I am defective. I am disrespected. I am excluded. I am disconnected. Um, and I am trapped are the ones that I feel like are really prevalent to the experience of having a disability or chronic illness. So I want you to sit down and kind of think about which ones relate with you 
and make a note of it. And from there, I want you to be, um, think about a time that um, you felt that way, like each of the core wounds. And I want you to uh, really, on a scale from one to five, because obviously it's not a zero, because you're obviously triggered, right? Um, but on a scale from one to five, I want you to rate that trigger. So, and um, just because you're triggered by something, you can be more intensely triggered by uh, um, different core wounds. Like you can have a, um, your I am disrespected core, core wound can be a lot louder, quote unquote, than your I am disconnected core wound. So, um, and that does not mean that it's not a trigger. It just means that um, it's an area that you have to focus on more. So I want you to think about that for a second. Um, and really, I think for me, what I have started to do is I have a list of all the core wounds that I um, need. And then like I kind of have like a um, dialogue within my internal self that I, or inter- sorry, internal dialogue that I have with myself to um, kind of work through that trigger. But I think it's important to bring awareness to when we're triggered. Um, And what I'm kind of personally working on is trying to feel that within my body. Again, the mind-body connection. Um, That's kind of where I have evolved, or I should say where I am evolving currently. That's definitely a focus of mine right now. Um, Just because I feel like the mind-body connection is super important. And um, I know that that is not something that I have as a strength right now. And that's totally okay. Because we're all on our own journeys. But um, I think, again, like, if we don't know why we're triggered and we're not diving into why, we're just going to continue to be triggered by the same event over and over again. But if we're not um, feeding into that trigger and we're able to work through it, it's going to be a lot less triggering. And that doesn't mean that it'll go from, like, a five-star trigger to a zero. But you can work, you know, you can make it a less intense trigger to um, scale it back a little bit. So what else do I want to say about triggers? Um, Being annoyed is a trigger. Any kind of, you know, reaction that you don't, or any kind of feeling that you don't like based off like a person event situation is a trigger. So it doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be um, like intense, right? Like we just want to be, have awareness of our internal dialogue and what we are talking about. Uh, what we are experiencing throughout the day, what thoughts we're having, what emotions we're having, um, is all really important. So I think that um, that's really all I wanted to say about triggers. Uh, and what uh, I'm just trying to think of anything else that I want to say. Um, but having having it jotted down and like recording when you feel triggered and like what makes you feel triggered and having that internal dialogue to work through um, really does help. And uh, again, it doesn't go from like a five to a zero. You know, you have to work at it. So um, that's what I would encourage you to do um, over this next you know week. I would encourage you to take note of any time you feel triggered and what messages you're telling yourself. And then the importance of the trigger is to find um, why you feel that way and kind of be able to um, talk yourself through it and talk about um, why that may or may not be true. 
So, like, we talk a lot about that in DBT, about um, how two things can be true at once, but, like, also um, being able to... I'm just trying to figure out how to say it. Um, you know, finding evidence of um, why that trigger might not be true. So I think that that's really important, too, um, to kind of feed into it. So, like, some of the opposites for us are, you know, if you feel unsafe, find um, events or t- people or situations where you do feel safe. So that way you can start to feel safe within your own body and you're not going to be as triggered within those situations. Um, so, um, and I would say I would only start with one trigger. Um, I would probably start off if you're new to this work with a trigger that's not as intense. So if you, again, like making sure that you rate all your triggers of how intense they are. And, um, I'm talking about overall, obviously different situations are going to trigger us more than others. But like, if you're just looking at the core wound, uh, which one is the loudest is how I like to say it. So that is what I would do for triggers. Now we're going to move on to something called glimmers. Glimmers are the opposite of triggers, and they are the light and the happiness throughout our days. So even though I didn't have a name for it, I always feel like I, with my positive and optimistic attitude, have always tried to find quote-unquote glimmers throughout my day and like the happy things that make me happy. And that's probably why people think I'm so happy all the time, which um, isn't always the case. I am really good at faking a smile. But um, I think that finding glimmers, especially on the hard days, is really important. So the way in which I like to do that is I would make a list of all your favorite things to do. Just make a list of all your favorite things. Um, It could be working out, doing yoga, cooking a favorite meal. Uh, drinking apple cider, calling your phone on the, calling your friend on the phone. Um, there can be many different things. Anything that kind of sparks that joy within you. So, like again, if you close your eyes, um, and you feel that, like, like think of something that makes you happy. So, if you think of something that makes you happy, um, and what does it feel like in your body? So just kind of being able to sit and identify that feeling, kind of like similar to the trigger, like where are you feeling it within your body? You want to know where you're feeling that light energy and that happiness within uh, your body for a glimmer. So think of all the things that make you happy and then notice that in your body where it's happening. And um, I would encourage you to keep a note on your phone for all the glimmers that you have along with your triggers, um, I would keep them in a separate note. Because I want you to be able to fully embrace your glimmers. Um, And while they kind of do go together, right, kind of like that yin-yang sign, they are opposites. So I want you to keep that note separate. But um, make a list of everything that makes you feel happy, joyful, alive, connected. um, And... Then I want you to keep a list of those activities that you do daily from that list um, or any new activities that you find because you might find something that you um, is newly discovered. That's a new glimmer. Uh, so I want you to make a list of that again. And I want you to pick one or two to do daily and to continue to discover what... Um, 
what makes your soul happy and on fire. And I think that it's really important to proactively do those. So for me, uh, the podcast is definitely a glimmer. I love the podcast. It's like def- definitely the favorite thing. Um, I know I did kind of go off the rails for a little bit because of, you know, just life in general and stuff, but I have enjoyed so much um, coming back on here and I just enjoy connecting with you guys each week and sharing my story and sharing tips and tricks and help helping you or hopefully helping you anyway. Um, but I, uh, that is definitely one of my glimmers. Another one for me is I think meditation and therapy is another one. Um, horseback riding, my little health shake. Um, I know you guys can't see me right now, but I'm chowing down on this health shake. Um, and that's always a glimmer. Um, but I think really, especially when you have a disability or chronic illness, we really want to focus on those glimmers. Um, so I'm actually going to read the actual definition of a glimmer based off of Google. Nothing too exciting. Glimmer definition shine faintly with a wavering light so yeah like anything that like makes your light just shine and i think that we're all gonna find different things that make our life light shine um and i definitely want to do a podcast episode on that as well as like letting our true light shine but um basically i think that you know finding glimmers for me um the more glimmers you have i feel like when you are triggered it's gonna be a lot more manageable to handle right so um if we're proactively finding our glimmers and finding new activities or you know consistently doing the ones we already know work for us i think it's really important and for me on those bad day, you know bad days are really hard or anxious days or days again where you just feel triggered i feel like having that glimmer of hope is really something that can help get us through the day i think that having that little bit of hope, even if it's just like a little tiny faint little bit of hope, like a glimmer, um, can really make all the difference. So yeah, that was kind of just like a little short and sweet podcast episode about glimmers and triggers. Um, And I'm just trying to think of any other um, ideas. Um, So again, just to kind of recap, a trigger is something that we feel distressed or caught um, kind of feel that uncomfortable those uncomfortable um sad angry type of emotions that we don't really like and we try to kind of avoid um and I guess that's another thing too but um and a glimmer is something that we want to attract more of into our light life as a light and we want to make sure that we're consistently doing the glimmers so that when we are triggered it uh, doesn't rattle us as much as it would if we weren't doing the glimmers so I think that's really important uh to recognize um we also talked about making a list of glimmers of all the activities that make you happy no matter how big or small they are right um i think that one of the other things is like it doesn't have to be some big grandiose party to have a glimmer like it can be literally going downstairs and making yourself a cup of coffee so i think that like changing that mindset is going to be important as well um to remember that it's a small thing that brings you joy so yeah, and then uh, what, as long you know, along with the triggers, doing one or two trigger, you know, focusing on one or two triggers that aren't as um, intense as maybe another one, and then working your way up and kind of um, crossing, not crossing them off your list, but like you know what I mean, kind of working through them 
one by one. And I also think it's important too um, to recognize for a trigger that uh, it can come back to you just because you like already worked through it once does not mean that you're not going to um, have to work through it again. Like we're, a con- we're constantly evolving people and we are, you know, we are human and we're going to be put through experiences through our life that are going to evolve. It may look different, but they're trying, they're, you're still going to be able to learn some new lessons. And one of the things that I um, learned, um, and I'm, uh, it's through this YouTuber named Katie Morton, and she's a licensed uh, therapist. But anyway, she always talks about whenever you have to come back to a lesson, quote unquote, you're never going to be looking at it from the same level. So like if you think of a parking garage and you're like driving in, like let's say the, um, this isn't her analogy, but I'm just thinking of it. Um, Let's say you're going through the parking garage and you're on the first level because you're kind of just starting to navigate this trigger or this event. Um, And then you kind of go through, navigate the parking lot on that level and you kind of work through your habits. uh, Sorry, work through your triggers, have some habits. And then you kind of stop. But then as you keep driving around, um, you notice that you're kind of triggered again. So you have to go up to the next level and you're able to see it through an entirely different lens because you already have that motion, uh, that, uh, information, you already have that, uh, past information. So you're never going into it new. So don't be, don't like be discouraged if you're triggered by something that you thought you had worked through because you're going to actually look at it through a much different lens than you did originally. So that is what I have to say about triggers. Um, and I think that for me, um, identifying both my triggers and my glimmers helps me to be a more balanced person and helps with that yin yang. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you guys next week.